0: To frank harris thirteenth of june eighteen ninety seven from oscar wilde his life and confessions by frank harris this librivox recording is in the public domain from monsieur sebastian melmoth hotel de la plage berneval mer dieppe june thirteenth ninety seven my dear frank i know you do not like writing letters but still i think you might have written me a line in answer or acknowledgment of my letter to you from dieppe i am thinking of a story to be called the silence of frank harris i have however heard during the last few days that you do not speak of me in the friendly manner i would like this distresses me very much i am told that you are hurt with me because my letter of thanks to you was not sufficiently elaborated in expression this i can hardly credit it seems so unworthy of a big strong nature like yours that knows the realities of life i told you i was grateful to you for your kindness to me words now to me signify things actualities real emotions realized thoughts i learnt in prison to be grateful i used to think gratitude a burden now i know that it is something that makes life lighter as well as lovelier for one i am grateful for a thousand things from my good friends down to the sun and the sea but i cannot say more than that i am grateful i cannot make phrases about it for me to use such a word shows an enormous development in my nature two years ago i did not know the feeling the word denotes now i know it and i am thankful that i have learned that much at any rate by having been in prison but i must say again that i no longer make roulades of phrases about the deep things i feel when i write directly to you i speak directly violin variations don't interest me i am grateful to you if that does not content you then you do not understand what you of all men should understand how sincerity of feeling expresses itself but i dare say the story told of you is untrue it comes from so many quarters that it probably is i am told also that you were hurt because i did not go on the driving tour with you you should understand that in telling you that it was impossible for me to do so i was thinking as much of you as of myself to think of the feelings and happiness of others is not an entirely new emotion in my nature i would be unjust to myself and my friends if i said it was but i think of those things far more than i used to do if i had gone with you you would not have been happy nor enjoyed yourself nor would i you must try to realize what two years cellular confinement is and what two years of absolute silence means to a man of my intellectual power to have survived at all to have come out sane in mind and sound of body is a thing so marvellous to me that it seems to me sometimes not that the age of miracles is over, but that it is just beginning, that there are powers in God, and powers in man, of which the world has, up to the present, known little. But while I am cheerful, happy, and have sustained to the full that passionate interest in life and art that was the dominant chord of my nature, and made all modes of existence, and all forms of expression utterly fascinating to me always still i need rest quiet and often complete solitude friends have come to see me here for a day and have been delighted to find me like my old self in all intellectual energy and sensitiveness to the play of life but it has always proved afterwards to have been a strain upon a nervous force much of which has been destroyed i have now no storage of nervous force when i expend what i have in an afternoon nothing remains i look to quiet to a simple mode of existence to nature in all the infinite meanings of an infinite word to charge the cells for me every day if i meet a friend or write a letter longer than a few lines or even read a book that makes as all fine books do a direct claim on me a direct appeal an intellectual challenge of any kind i am utterly exhausted in the evening and often sleep badly and yet it is three whole weeks since i was released had i gone with you on the driving tour where we would have of necessity been in immediate contact with each other from dawn to sunset i would have certainly broken off the tour the third day probably broken down the second you would have then found yourself in a pitiable position your tour would have been arrested at its outset your companion would have been ill without doubt perhaps might have needed care and attendance in some little remote french village you would have given it to me i know but i felt it would have been wrong stupid and thoughtless of me to have started an expedition doomed to swift failure and perhaps fraught with disaster and distress you are a man of dominant personality your intellect is exigent more so than that of any man i ever knew your demands on life are enormous you require response or you annihilate the pleasure of being with you is in the clash of personality the intellectual battle the ward of ideas to survive you one must have a strong brain an assertive ego a dynamic character in your luncheon parties in the old days the remains of the guests were taken away with the debris of the feast I have often lunched with you in Park Lane, and found myself the only survivor. I might have driven on the white roads, or through the leafy lanes of France, with a fool, or with the wisest of all things, a child. With you it would have been impossible. You should thank me sincerely for having saved you from an experience that each of us would have always regretted will you ask me why then when i was in prison i accepted with grateful thanks your offer my dear frank i don't think you will ask so thoughtless a question the prisoner looks to liberty as an immediate return to all his ancient energy quickened into more vital forces by long disuse when he goes out he finds he has still to suffer his punishment As far as its effects go lasts intellectually and physically just as it lasts socially he has still to pay one gets no receipt for the past when one walks out into the beautiful air i have now spent the whole of my sunday afternoon the first real day of summer we have had in writing to you this long letter of explanation i have written directly and simply i need not tell the author of elder conklin that sweetness and simplicity of expression take more out of one than fiddling harmonics on one string i felt it my duty to write but it has been a distressing one it would have been better for me to have lain in the brown grass on the cliff or to have walked slowly by the sea it would have been kinder of you to have written to me directly about whatever harsh or hurt feelings you may have about me it would have saved me an afternoon of strain and tension but i have something more to say it is pleasanter to me now to write about others than about myself the enclosed is from a brother prisoner of mine released june fourth pray read it you will see his age offence and aim in life if you can give him a trial do so if you see your way to this kind action and write to him to come and see you kindly state in your letter that it is about a situation he may think otherwise that it is about the flogging of a two eleven, a thing that does not interest you and about which he is a little afraid to talk if the result of this long letter will be that you will help this fellow-prisoner of mine to a place in your service i shall consider my afternoon better spent than any afternoon for the last two years and three weeks in any case i have now written to you fully on all things as reported to me i again assure you of my gratitude for your kindness to me during my imprisonment and on my release and am always your sincere friend and admirer oscar wilde with regard to lawley all soldiers are neat and smart and make capital servants he would be a good groom he is i believe a third hussars man he was a quiet well-conducted chap in reading always naturally i replied to this letter at once saying that he had been misinformed that i was not angry And if I could do anything for him, I should be delighted. I did my best too for Lawley. End of section.